Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Everyday Impact. If you are just joining us, I wanted to let you know of something pretty cool that I've got on my website right now. Um, it is a virtual Find Your Values workshop that, like I said, I just put it up. Been getting some really fun feedback about the uh, activity, about the workshop itself. Um, what what it is, uh, if, you, if you're new to the show or, or if you haven't picked up on already, I'm super big on values-based living, finding your values, living according to your values, and and one activity that I take my clients through, almost all of them through, is an activity that helps them discover and identify what their values are, and then work on helping them realign themselves to those values, to help them with their goal setting, to help them just kind of discovering what they want their life to be about, and it's consistently one of my clients' just favorite activities and exercises that we do. So I made that workshop available on my website, uh, $30, and like I said, been getting some fun feedback about it, and so feel free to check that out. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. But let's go ahead and jump into this, this in, uh, t- into today's episode. I am thrilled to be able to introduce Tammy Hill to you. Tammy is a relationship and sexuality educator and coach, as well as a licensed marriage and family therapist here in Utah. She is also a member of the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists, and she is just incredible. Her mission and calling is to help couples, especially young couples, learn how to enhance their intimacy through embracing their sexuality and provide education around sexuality that really peels back the cultural layers that have led to unhelpful beliefs um, around sexuality. Uh, She's an active member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and so a lot of her work is geared towards helping uh, couples and members of that faith to be able to embrace their sexuality. And and actually, in 2014, she was hired by uh, Brigham Young University to teach and develop courses on marriage, relationships, and sexuality. She's the host of the Live Your Why podcast. Um, She hosts relationship trainings and retreats and really just does it all. And to cap it off, she's just published uh, her new book, uh, Replenish, which is a comprehensive guide to help couples sexually unite in both conversation and practice. Just putting out so much good in the world and was just so grateful to have her on the show. And so let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Tammy Hill. I think the lesson that I I hope there's a lot of lessons, but the one that kind of is hearkening to me right now is the importance of reverencing our uh, embodiment, um, Mm. that we are in our, our spirits have been eternal as we understand. And now they have an opportunity to be within this body. And it's within this body that we learn and have experiences to develop and choose and that when we are caring for our bodies, our spirits also are feeling happy as well. Um, I think I see a lot of students at Brigham Young University that often they will, in my conversations, it seems like sometimes when they're not choosing to live aligned or to live their values, it's almost like they're dissociating from their bodies a little bit. Like they're not really totally in the way that you would diagnose it through the DSM, but it seems like when they're doing this to self-soothe, it's not really coherent to, to what they really believe they are or who they really believe they are. And there seems to be this disconnect that happens sometimes. And I really want um, 
people to know that wherever you, your body is, your spirit is also there and that they're congruent and we're designed this way to learn and grow, not to shut down um, the, the body and the impulses of the body, but to respect and honor them and learn how to manage them. My husband, Mark Mulford died uh, more over 20 years ago and um, he was young, he was 44 and was totally unexpected. And I remember going into the emergency room where they had been working on him. He had a massive heart attack and, and looking at this body that had housed my husband so perfectly for 44 years as a beautiful body, but Mark wasn't there. Mark wasn't there at all. His spirit was Mark and his body was housing him. And I think if we spent more time honoring that fact, we would be a lot more happy. You Would you mind clarifying the single and a little more specific? Because what I'm hearing is, um, I, I, am I hearing this idea of like the emotions, the urges, the impulses, the things that hap- that we experience, they're happening to us, but we're not defined by them, no, right? There's not at all. Is that, is that kind of what you're saying? Right. We're not defined by them. And we also don't need to be ashamed of them. Mm. Uh, the, the fact that I think what I'm, when I'm referring to the students, when they are engaging in more physical contact in a dating relationship than mm. they believe is right for them to be doing. And what I, afterwards, as I visit with them, it feels like they're, they're letting their body do things that their spirit wouldn't want to be doing. And rather than feeling that you need to, to split in some way, just hold on to who you are and recognize that these feelings, especially sexual feelings, which is what I teach about. That's what I do therapy over, um, are good. Our bodies are good. Nothing is when we talk about the carnal lust, natural man, a lot of times we feel that, that we should be ashamed of that type of behavior or, right, right. or any of those natural sexual responses that we physiologically experience. And that absolutely is false. They're a beautiful part of who we are. And it's an important part for us to hold on to. Well, you're, you're talking about something super important, I feel like, and, and I really want to slow this idea down of what you said at the very beginning of learning how to reverence who we are deep down reverence our spirit because what you just said right there I think is so important in this idea of I feel like a lot of what society tells us a lot of what can culture can tell us can dictate how we view ourselves in unhelpful ways which can create a lot of dissonance and incongruence in our spirit and in who and what we value and who we are versus what we feel like society is telling us about who we are. And so would you mind slowing that down a little bit? What does reverencing that part of us look like when we are inundated with unhelpful messages from culture and society, right? Yeah, it, and it's so hard because everything is based on bodies, body image and how, yeah. how built or how, um, how many muscles do you have? How much do right. you weigh? Right. How old are you? How many wrinkles? <laughs> All of those things. <laughs> it, it feels like 
that the world is defining us on what we look like when really, and I think tying together my experience with my late husband is that our bodies aren't who we are. They're housing who we are and recognizing that this eternal part of who we are is what's making us, uh, making us is, is dry is if we hearken to that part and let it lead the way in choosing to live aligned with what we truly value, um, that's going to bring the most peace. That will bring the most happiness. It might not bring the most dating opportunities. It might not bring the most um, opportunities to be in beauty pageants or in weightlifting competitions or in so many of the things that the world views as so critically important. But what it's do, what you are going to be able to experience as an embodied spirit is the development of your character. And that is exactly why we're here on earth. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I did a lot of soul searching because I was, you know, I was in my late thirties and was like everyone else in their late thirties, trying to stay young looking like you were in your twenties and, and hearing the forties. And, <laughs> and now I'm in the sixties thinking, gosh, those forties were pretty darn good. <laughs> so, so for me, this was a total paradigm shift, total paradigm shift, total paradigm shift. And in a lot of ways, as far as understanding that, that my body um, our bodies are important and I don't want to get the message across that they're not, right. they are significant. However, they're not the most significant. The yeah. body is a shell compared to what the substance is inside. Mm -hmm. and, and that is exactly where, as I specifically, as I teach at BYU, these young 20 year olds, that when you're choosing to marry someone, when you're looking for qualities to build a, a relationship, a marriage relationship around, that physical frame that you're falling in love with isn't going to stay this way. Yeah, yeah. It, it will change. And yeah. just because we age, because we go through life experiences, we change. And and yet that that soul, that spirit, person that you're learning and growing in love with is the thing that's really going to be what you love that's going to be what you covenant with that's what you're going to labor together with that's what you're going to be able to you know replenish yourself through sex with and yeah. that is by far what in dating scenarios i hope you're looking for the substance yeah well i if it's okay i'd love to ask you about this you're doing um so many awesome things at BYU. I, I told you before we jumped on, I would sneak into my wife's healthy sexuality class that you're teaching just yeah. to sit in and, and learn from you. And, and you're doing so many good things, um, helping, I feel like peel back the layers of unhelpful messages that sometimes mm -hmm. can be. I hope so. I sure hope so, Michael. Does it, do you, does it feel like a calling to you? Like Absolutely. you even called to do? Yeah. What? Yeah. Can you just tell me more about like, how did you find this calling? What, you know, how did this kind of come to you? Cause now you're at the way you're, you're doing such good things. How did this calling come to you, Tammy? Cause this, this is, is yeah. longer than you might want. Is that okay? <laughs> Absolutely. Please. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I remember as a senior in high school, I took a class from a woman at Davis high school. Her name was Kathy Carey. I don't know where she is, but I, she changed my life forever. And um, she taught as, a class that was called family relations. And in that class, 
I can remember we talked about preparing for relationships Mm -hmm. and knowing how to have a relationship with ourselves and how to interact with others and how to date and all of that kind of thing. And I watched her do her thing and I wanted to be her. I felt, and this is what I want. So I went to Utah State University to get a bachelor's degree in Uh, It used to be home economics education, and now it's family and consumer science education. And then I taught high school for uh, 13 years. My husband, my late husband, Mark, and I lived in St. George, Santa Clara, Utah, and I taught there. And I realized uh, like my third or fourth year of teaching, a young girl came in at to my class and I got to teach the, these types of classes. And she came into my class at lunchtime um, to ask about, does it, should it hurt when you put in a tampon? And um, she, her mother didn't want her to wear tampons or use tampons because her mother said they would be sexually arousing mm. to use a tampon, mm. which is, is false. Right, That's not right. true information. And right. so this girl was sneak. She was an athlete. She didn't want to wear pads. Right. Yeah. So she was buying her own tampons, but she says it just hurts so much um, when I take them out. And I said, are you having your period right now? And she was, I, and this is totally, I would never do this today. Oh my gosh. This is the olden days <laughs> 40 years ago. And so we went into the faculty restroom and what she was doing is she was inserting the cardboard with the, mm. the tampon. And then when she was pulling it out, you, that cardboard was, you know, really hurting. Mm. And so I, um, I showed her the right way to do it. And she went on and she was a lot happier and felt a lot better. But I realized the immaturity of parents in teaching about sexuality. And it became just like, what the heck is going on? And so I started teaching a lot more about sexuality in my classes. I was invited to work with the Utah State school board to develop a curriculum for high schools is called adult roles and responsibilities now. And it includes lectures and portions on sexuality and being sexually responsible. And from that experience, um, Governor Mike Levitt from, he was a former governor here in Utah, and he uh, invited me to be on a task force committee. And what I would do on weekends is with this task force committee, we would go around to different counties within the state and I would teach parents how to teach about sexuality to their children and from there I went on to become I knew I needed to get another degree so Mm -hmm. I I went to become a marriage and family therapist and through ASEC became a certified sex therapist and educator and then I um, got I was I'd had my private practice for a while. And yeah. because my husband, I remarried, my husband now teaches in the School of Family Life at BYU. And at one of the professors, Jason Carroll, Dr. Carroll had developed and was teaching marriage preparation, and he needed to have another faculty member to teach the class. And yeah. so he invited me to apply. And honestly, there was absolutely no financial reason to do that because yeah. <laughs> doing therapy, I was earning quite a lot more than I would be doing this adjunct class at BYU. And so I said, no, I'll think about it. Well, a couple years later, I was driving home from my Sandy office one evening and 
um, I'd had a rough couple of sessions with couples and I thought, you know, if they had really done some good premarital work, they yeah. wouldn't be in the situation they're in right now. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it was like a light bulb went on my head. Like, well, you could be teaching at BYU and helping these students so that they won't need to come see you, yeah. you know, 15 yeah. years down the road. And then I, so I reached out to Jason and he had me apply and that's when I got hired. I've been at BYU for eight years now teaching and I teach marriage preparation, marriage enhancement and helped curriculum, develop the curriculum for the healthy sexuality class and taught yeah. that for yeah. about three years. And so I've loved my time at BYU. I feel like I, I do feel it's a calling students resonate with my message. They want my classes are filled to capacity. Students are sitting on the floor in the aisles. Um, I can personally attest that I was sitting on the floor sneaking into your class. <laughs> no other seats to, to yeah. sit on. Yeah. So uh, I, I feel so blessed and so grateful for the opportunity to meet so many wonderful young people through the years and to hopefully make an influence where as a, as a, as an LDS church, our theology around sexuality is absolutely beautiful, but our immaturity in the way that we teach it mm -hmm. and talk about it or parent around it mm -hmm. has to change. Yeah. And so my, my whole purpose in doing the work that I'm doing to save families and marriages is really hopefully shifting the pattern for future church leadership, future parents, that they can have really important mature attitudes around sexuality. I love it. And, you know, speaking of learning how to reverence the, the soul, the spirit inside of us, right? I, when you said, you know, it didn't make any financial sense to do this and, mm -hmm. and you wanted to move away. Isn't that interesting? How I think that's how values work. It's we get called to things our values and our spirit call us to things that like our mind and our body, it doesn't make as much sense to mm -hmm. when you just realize this is what I need to do. Right. And, yeah. yeah. And I think that's an important, I think that's an important principle too, of just learning how to reverence the fact that that uh, sometimes our values do pull us in directions that maybe our mind right. says, this doesn't make any sense or why would right. you do that? Right. Right. That certainly was how teaching at BYU has been for me. And honestly, I can say now it's been one of the greatest joys of my life. And Jeff and I are retiring at the end of this school year. So it's a little, wow. a little bittersweet about it, but we're old and we're, you know, I still do my, I have a private practice. I meet once a week with people. And then I, you know what, the bulk of my work now is I do a lot of making love retreats for couples. And yeah, tell, tell them about the love retreats, will you? Oh my gosh. They're so fun. Before, before, before COVID, I do them live. Yeah. Yeah. Through COVID, I thought, you know, we could do these virtually. And I actually have come to love the virtual making love retreats because yeah. first of all, couples can come on totally private. They can black their screen out, change their yeah. name. Yeah. And, and yet I'm live. So yeah. I'm teaching and interact. It's not something pre-recorded that they're not yeah. getting. If they have questions, they can ask and I'm here to answer and help. Yeah. Um, so I asked couples to take 48 hours and get, take care of their kids, all their distractions. Yeah. And then we have three sessions that we meet and I teach about different principles. I have two levels right now. I teach about erogenous zones, introduce a little bit of tantric sex, 
learn a little bit about being orgasmic, the whole G zone on women, which is totally new. So much of that has come out just in the last seven years and female pleasure. Let's see. So anyway, I just developed several of those and they're really affordable. You don't have to go anywhere. And how would people find, how would people find these retreats? How could they sign up for them? Okay. So I have a website, tammyheal.com. And you can go under events to find those. Also, I have a, a Facebook and Instagram account, Tammy underscore Hill underscore LMFT. Those are probably the easiest ways. I host a Live Your Why podcast, which sounds like this podcast is similar in your concepts, because yeah. I think if you're lining up and living what you truly believe in, yes. that's important, you're going to find happiness. And yeah. so yeah. that's what I, I have that as well. And cool. very cool. New book. I'm so excited about working on it for seven years. It's called Replenish, which I believe is a commandment that mm-hmm. couples should multiply and replenish sexually in their marriages. Mm-hmm. And so it is coming out in January, 2023. And what will the, fo- and tell me more, what will the focus of that book be? That whole, this whole book is about creating sexual fulfillment in marriage and it's geared towards LDS couples. Cool. So cool. Such a good resource. It's got all the latest, um, as far as the talking about the G zone, that was at a conference I attended like three months ago, yeah. the whole shifting of not looking for one spot, the G spot, not thinking of it as a whole clitoral complex, but there's just so much more that we're learning and a whole nother topic for a whole nother day would be (laughs) women's sexuality, which is absolutely fascinating to me. I I'm so grateful. I live today. Oh, we have so much information to help. Well, I, for just, just so you know, Tammy, you, you, you said, I hope I'm making a difference. Right. And I can't, I can't speak for everyone, right? But right. I can at least speak for the, the effect, the impact you've had on on me, on my wife, on on yes. those early years of our. our we're, we haven't been married for for very long, but those were we're still in the early years. But attending your class was our very early years of of marriage, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and just how fun it was, and just how oh, it really is a, a, a liberating thing to learn how to do exactly what you're talking about, to reverence your spirit. And it can bring more fulfillment into what we totally. do in, in our life. I just believe these beautiful young couples like you and your sweet wife, um, that honestly, you're, you're living with such integrity in so many ways. And I love it. And I, I honor all of you. I also believe by and large, as a church culture, we're living, we are living far beneath our privileges sexually. Right. And, and I hope that what I do will help couples claim the joy that does replenish their relationships. Well, Tammy, it's, it is so fun to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. For it's been the a time. pleasure to be here, Michael. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Everyday Impact. If you're new to the show, uh, it would mean the world if you'd be willing to leave a review and rating as well as subscribe. And most importantly, share with someone if you think they could could benefit from this from this show. Uh, Please also feel free to reach out either through Instagram or LinkedIn and send me a message. I'm pretty active on both platforms and would love to connect with you. Thank you so, so much.
Thank you so much for tuning in.